Oh god, the dogs bark. We might just scrap this whole part. Scrap the whole thing? Start from scratch? Maybe, yeah. Wow. Criminy. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode six of the Aaron Wayne podcast. This week, I'm joined by my wife, my wife, Katie. The mic was just picking up. was the naciest little it was like asmr that's because he was just at his dinner <laughs> all right can we set our phone to stop well if she texts back i do want to see what she says but but then so we'll just stop podcasting and so you can answer a text no i just will look at it for two seconds but and then, it's to the side. But isn't that what the last text message was? No, the last text message was like, you were fooling with that. So that's why I did it. What are you heating the oven up for? I'm heating the oven because I'm trying to get the bread to rise. And by having the bread next to the oven while the oven's heating, it puts like the towel. You see the towels like mm-hmm. hanging over the side. So. So we're recording. We're going. Oh, we are? We're rolling. It's game time. How are you? I am... What do you think of the track that I made in the backyard? Okay. That was loud. Wasn't it's okay. I'm it's okay. Sorry, we'll I'm get better bad. at this. It's not a big deal. It's not, it, we'll, it, we will continue to... The thing that I've learned is that I continue to get better at doing this the more that I do it. And so just by forcing myself to do it and understand and accept that it's going to be a bit wonky, yes. I get better and smoother. And the fact that I'm recording a garage band is a big deal. Last week I recorded a podcast in the van which was actually kind of cool because the acoustics were really nice. It sounded like I would be, I'm going to be interested to listen back to this because like, like you have all the, these microphones are good. Like they pick up a lot of detail. Yeah. So, um, in fact, the only, I started recording this so that we could get Nashi noises. I want to hear them. Of Nash. Make your noises. Like licking his chompers after finishing his brown rocks. He loves his brown rocks. There's favorite. So you want, or do you want to stop so you can send a text message? Katie's sending a text message right now. So I hope everybody's doing well. I hope you guys are doing, you're staying mentally well. We had a faculty meeting today and they did this mindfulness video, which you don't have to listen to me. I'll just talk to them. I'll just talk to the microphone. That's okay. And they did this mindfulness video, and it was the first time that I had had a faculty meeting where things weren't working. Like we've done, really? Yeah, we've done. We've been schools have been doing remote learning for a month, month and a half almost, and this was the first one where it was really challenging because the technology wasn't agreeing with us. What happened? It was just glitching out the audio. See how she's asking these questions? It's just instinctual questions. She's just a. Re- Katie, you're, Katie's just reading into my tone of voice and my inflection, and she's still texting away and waiting for me to pause so that she can ask questions. What actually happened, though? I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just like the audio glitched out. And so it was... Can we put those away? <gasps> okay, can last we just, check. Last I know, but check. seriously, can we just put it away? Is everything okay? Yes, everything's fine. Was there a bomb? Everything's fine. Are we a nuclear winner?
the wine lab in Blacksburg is okay. still doing wine. So, I have so we completely got, secured all my questions. Okay. I secured like, your questions for you're interviewing me. Is that what you no, mean? No. What do you think of the track that I made in the backyard? Okay, the track that you made. I'm also sorry that I was being a little neurotic. About what do you mean? Well, school. Yeah, let's online. just get this online. School online is making me a bit neurotic, and I can't like ask. It's really hard to not have human interactions to ask questions like naturally. Right. So you have to like text people your questions, and I tend to have more questions than most people, which I know is a flaw of mine. Why do you say it's a flaw? I think it's a good and a bad thing. I don't think it's a flaw. It's a good and a bad thing, but I have so many questions, and I'm used to just being able to, like, catch someone in person, mm -hmm. and they know, like, I'm a nice person, so they see me, and they're like, oh, she's really cool, even though she's neurotic and asks 10,000 questions. I don't think you're neurotic. The, so you're saying the tone doesn't transfer. The tone doesn't transfer, and I can't smile. Like, I can't – they can't read. I can't read them, and they can't read me, so it's – Smiling makes a difference. Smiling's my favorite. Isn't that a form of sexism? Like, <laughs> sweetie, you should, you should smile more. more. Mm, I think so, but I think I'm naturally that way anyways. And I'm like a pleaser. Mm -hmm. So even though I have a lot of questions, I loyalist think, I think because I'm a loyalist and I'm a pleaser, like... Is that this type? The Enneagram type? I think it's a six. I think it's a six. I'm pretty sure it's a six. So because you're a pleaser and a... A loyalist. I don't think you're a pleaser. I think those are two distinct enneagrams. I don't think that you're. Oh yeah, I'm a loyalist. That's. My I think enneagram. you're a loyalist. I think I think pleaser is a different enneagram. Yeah, enneagram. I think that's how you say that. It's spelled like any uh, but I say any o. There's no o. E a never makes o. Ever. Enneagram. No, they're pronouncing the e and the a. Do you like the track or do you not like the track? We're back to the track. <laughs> the track is okay. I, I don't think so I'm we going live... to use the track nearly as much as you think I am. No excuses. No excuses. Play like a champion. But I... Um, there are a lot of snakes back there. There are, no there are snakes a lot of critters. There. There's definitely going to be snakes back there. Oh, um, man. I was stretching today on the snakes. platform that I built. Snakes. And... No, it wasn't a snake. Okay. It was the biggest... I was recording something for Instagram, for IGTV, huh? and um, I was just stretching, and I was, like, talking to the camera, and I was, like, doing these really awkward, like, <clears throat> like myofascial release stuff. Yeah. Not myo... I don't even know what the hell... I don't know what myofascial? I'm talking about. Myofascial? I don't know, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about when oh. I say myofascial release. I think that's a reference to... People use that term in reference to... I don't know what myofascia is. I know what fascia is. I don't know the distinction when you put the prefix of myo on it, though. So I don't really know, like that's probably I shouldn't have said that. I term. wonder if myo is like smaller fascia, like getting deeper into the fascia. I don't know. Continue. Maybe myo is probably just person. So I learned this technique from a yogi online, Dylan Werner, and he talks about um, fascia, and he talks about myofascia. <laughs> I don't know. He probably says it. But he talks about um, like small repetitive movements at tension uh -huh. that release fascial tension. Okay. So like your muscles are your muscles like if you like a piece of steak, right? Yeah. Which is why you went vegan is because looking at a piece of I steak, you couldn't you couldn't distinguish between well, and it's not. I mean, it's not it's any body. different than like your it's bicep. Body. It's body. It's it's parts. But the. Um, the muscle, the meat of your body has fat, adipose tissue around it, and it also has um, 
um, fascia. And so the fascia can get tight as well, and you have fascial connections. So this is a long story. Like, this is not what I meant to talk about, but I was doing this really awkward, like, hip movement. Like, it, like you're in a lunge, and you're yes. just, like, dropping your pelvis up and down. And so it was really awkward and strange. Um, and I looked down, and I'm trying to explain less or maybe just as poorly as I just did what the point of that exercise was. That was an awful two minutes of my life that I'll never get back. And then I see this massive spider. And when I say massive spider, it was the size of my thumb. And I have, you know, my thumbs are normal. No, they're not. They're big. I don't have... You have big thumbs. I have big thumbs. I don't think I have big thumbs. Have you ever... You know how, like, look. You have one that goes back really far? Um, so spiders, mm-hmm. I'm afraid of them. They're all over our yard. I'm way more afraid of snakes, though. Snakes and sparklers. Like, snakes are my number one fear. If I were to put in order my fears, snakes. Not being loved. Not being loved. Number one. Like, 100%. If someone dislikes me or does not love me, thinks I'm too much or too needy, even though I'm both of those things, number one fear. And then snakes. And then snakes. Number two, snakes. And then number three, spiders. But particularly, I have a fear around spiders that happened to me last summer when I was cleaning the deck chairs, and there was a web, and all the all the little like baby spiders came crawling out, and it was it was it was something. That's not cool. I just had a, a guttural feeling. I think there's something. So why are people afraid of spiders? I think because they're foreign. Spiders and snakes are very foreign. Like they we, move in a different they way. They move in different ways. Like spiders have lots of legs and they swing and they're creepy crawly and snakes don't have legs. And the fact <clears throat> that they don't have legs and they can do her, her, her heuristic. No, like Herculean. Herculean. Herculean moves. Like when it jumped on that rock. The snake? Yes. I think that it's a like a beautiful piece of physics that a snake could swim and zig zig zigzag through the water another feeling in order to create enough tension momentum to fight the wave to get to fight through well that's like just like aerodynamics but it's fighting through like the stream the current i would reckon that the serpentining structure of a snake or movement of a snake in water might be they might move faster than fish jellyfish are also really scary to me but that's something that i don't have like a daily contact where do you land on octopus is octopi apparently it's octopuses i heard that on a podcast apparently it is octopuses because you when you have something like nucleus nucleuses well, I think I think it has something. What about to, a, a? I think it has something to do with Latin and you, Greek roots. Rhinoceros, rhinoceroses. That's what it is. I'm pretty sure. Rhinoceroses. Yeah. Okay. So. How do you do plural possessive? The rhinoceroses. Well, Richards's. I have been seeing. So I put an apostrophe s. You because, are. That's what you're supposed to do. Well, and that's what I learned. And I, but I've been seeing it in a, like authoritative spaces. And I can't, because I notice it all the time People now. do it wrong, incorrectly. What we're talking about is our last name is Richards. And the apos- possessive Richards rules. would be Richards apostrophe S. Instead of, like, some people 
put but some people some of my colleagues will put richard's apostrophe yeah some classroom. of my colleagues do that too but that's incorrect and if you have no it's idea richard's what we're talking about this I is asked you and you told me that, and then pronouns. i also checked with becca and i becca I your trust librarian becca with all of my heart mm-hmm. <laughs> um but she's I'm, definitely really smart and i tr- wait she's she agreed with me she agreed okay because I, I remember said, reading it in a style manual. because we put it in the yearbook and I said, and that's where it comes this is play. what I've learned, and I want to make sure. And she said, this is correct. I wonder if people are... I think there... Hold on, though. I think there is... I could do three hours on like this Richard's right now. Is this could, class, guys, this is the rest of the podcast. Richard's class is yes, definitely. But there are some times where it wouldn't be. I think I read something where it's like... There would be times where it wouldn't be that. And also, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, this is the right way to do it, but other people do it wrong all the time, so it's okay. Like, it's very much, like, not. But, so, but with, since our last name is Richards, we should be the authority on it. I know, and I feel very smart when I do it. Mm-hmm. Like, all my kids who have S's at the end of their name, when I do it correctly and I send things home, I'm like, I know what I'm talking about. I know the struggle. But it makes me um, second guess myself. I second guess. When I see smart people. I won't put it like on my door or anything. I have it on my, do I have it on my door? Like my classes, my classrooms, like uh, online. Richard's class, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like I won't put it on, no, but I I know that it's correct. You would be astonished at how many people don't understand the possessive S, apostrophe S. None of my children do. Well, none of your kids even know how They're to learning. read. Like, it's really, no, they do. I mean, they know how to read. Katie teaches first grade. I teach eighth they grade. They do know how to read. I taught them that. Do you think that you, as a teacher, you you think that so you ha- you teach all the subjects? Um, do you think that you spend if you were if you were to if you had buckets? Buckets of social studies, oh, math, and yeah, literature. No, it's not equal buckets. What's the heaviest bucket that you spend language the most? Arts. Language arts, for sure. Because I'm teaching them to read, but I also need to teach them like language arts skills. So I teach them like reading, and I teach them writing. Mm-hmm. But I also teach them like comprehension. But if you were to, no, I understand. Like, but if you were to percentage it out, well, because I'm teaching them all of those different skills, I would say so. Out of a hundred percent, I would say twenty five percent of my day, maybe. 25% of my day is content, so like social studies or science. Um, but so I, you even call it content. You don't even call it yeah, what it is. Because it's it. not, I mean, it's important. It's very important. And it's interesting. And I like to. Well, literacy it. is the foundation of education. Yes. If you if you don't if nail I can't literacy. If teach them how to read, then that's like my, when I get a new class, it's like my number one goal is to teach you how to learn to read. I want to make a t-shirt. I want to make a t-shirt that says. If you can read this, hug a first grade teacher. I know. It's like, it is everything. It is. It's so astonishing that people don't know how to read. Uh, Noam Chomsky. It's frightening that people get through without learning how to read. And every time I'm in a situation where it's like. I just brought up Noam Chomsky and I just wanted to just say that I know. Just wanted, I just know just who Noam, Chom- know Noam Chomsky is. That you know. I know who Noam Chomsky is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
But okay, 25% science or social studies. Um, and we swap. Science or, so it's like. Because we don't do science and social studies in one day because it's too much for the little brains to hold in. Mm-hmm. So we like do science for like a week or two and then we switch to a social studies topic. Um, which works well. Math is probably. You're probably doing, you're doing math and English daily. Yeah, we do. Well, we do everything daily. I do everything daily. I think it's so interesting because I think people have an intuitive intelligence about science. I think that all that science is is studying the world, like and like connections, like what like connecting make, being things, being able to make predictions, and then being able to like take away information from what you've learned. Right, and that's practical in the real world that yes. you can do in the real world. And it's I don't like to ever jip on science and social studies in the day because a lot of times it's one things that one thing that my kids can like be successful at. Science. Like even if they're strugglers, I know that they'll like take joy from it, mm-hmm. and it's something like they can normally gather. Well, because so much of it is whole group. Like it's mm-hmm. not like I'm like read this textbook and go out on your own. And if they can't read well, then then it's really hard. Then it would have been challenging. And that's something that I think probably gets harder for them as they go up in grade because if they don't know how to read then they can't read the textbook so that's why it's like most of my day needs to be geared towards how can i teach you how to read yeah and there are so many different skills that go around reading like it's not just like we're reading from a book Mm -hmm. like an hour of my day is guided reading which Mm -hmm. is like they're learning how to read out of a like from text Mm -hmm. but then part of my day is writing which is like learning to take so decoding and encoding. So like if I know the phonetic skill to decode, mm-hmm. I need to be able to use that phonetic skill to encode, which is like writing mm-hmm. language. Um, and then word study, which is being able to like spell. It's just like new age spelling, basically. It's looking for features in words and understanding that like words have patterns and they follow, a lot of words follow these patterns, but there are words that don't follow these patterns. Yeah, I missed that day. Yeah, you missed that day. Well, spelling was different when we were in school. Like, spelling now is like, I meet them develop. Like You think we we're learned- way better at teaching it? Yes. We learned that spellers are at developmental stages. And if I'm me, mm-hmm. and I am a high speller, like I was a better speller than you, I can you don't, start- to, you don't have to say, this is a public forum, Caitlin. I am a much, I taught Aaron how to spell everything he knows how to spell. The word beautiful. B-E-A-U-tiful. I was in high school. I didn't know how to spell beautiful. He was spelling it wrong on all his notes. And I was, to those, so it's 2020 right now. We were passing notes in what, 2004, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 2000. We started dating in 2003. We probably stopped passing notes in. 2006. I don't know you you wrote me some pretty sad like I should have never broken up with you I love you <laughs> notes when we were like juniors you're so beautiful you're so beautiful you should spell that right let me teach you I, re- um, I remember you teaching I think that's the the first like I don't remember anybody teaching me anything any- <laughs> no but if you so people threw those kind of words at you and you were not developmentally ready for them because you hadn't learned basic long vowel patterns. Well, what's the distinction between developmentally ready and instructionally ready? Because I, mm, I would, I would argue that, um, had I been given the proper scaffolding through my, edu- I, yes. I think I have. You the, weren't scaffolded. I have was the, not scaffolded. I have the intellect to you spell. Taken it I just don't have well. the tools. And now that I'm an adult, it's like. What, what am I going to go, like, go to a phonics class? You know what I mean? 
But where I'm more focused, especially there are stages to spelling. Mm -hmm. So like you were not. I don't know the rule. A lot of the rules. You don't know the rules, and the way that we teach spelling now, it's showing them the rules, but that the rules do not always apply because we all know. Like, weird is spelled weirdly. Is how I remember. Yeah, weird. Because like, you have I before arc, E. That's an R con- like there are R controlled vowels. If you put a gun to my head right now, if you put a gun to my weird. head, no, I could spell weird really easily. Because <laughs> you are weird. But if you were to say, Aaron, if you misspell exercise exercise you can't spell exercise that's such an easy one i always put a c after the x and when i look at it (laughs) when i look at when i look at i know how to spell now that now that we're talking about this out loud oh it's real funny i was spelling separately wrong for a little while and differently i finally know how to spell differently i spell calendar correctly 70 percent of the time but you didn't learn that's our controlled vowels. You didn't learn our controlled vowels. Mm-hmm. So it's all part of a stage. And the thing is, like, if we can, if we can write it, we can read it. So it's understanding like the connection between the two and giving them ample time to practice both. It's really interesting. I miss it. It is. It is interesting. It is interesting. What the like how granular? Like because what I have the luxury of teaching and living and it's not, practicing. It's not bit by bit. Well, mine is more about expression. Yeah. Like, so... On- Yours is more about expression and, like, can I spend time on task? Like, can I put the mm-hmm. pencil to the paper? Mm-hmm. Can I put my brain into reading this? Mm-hmm. Like, comprehension. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Which then allows you to get into higher level thinking. Yeah. Reading but and writing as... it's interesting because I have kids that are, like, ready for higher level thinking... But then you have kids that are just trying to... What is to higher level thinking at first grade, though? Because, like, uh, and so my kids as eighth graders going into high school and when I was... it's Like, higher level thinking um, is, like, existential relationship. It's relationship-based. It's... it's, like, what is my role in the world? So it's, like, it's like there's a solipsism of, like, um, taking time to be by yourself to think about yourself and how you interact with the world so and then there's this like interpersonal dynamic of like I'm, i read that. i read and write to understand my interpersonal relationships yeah and then there's like especially at 13 14 recording the first 23 minutes and now it's we're just working. it's still working it just butted up next to it so but then there's the like existential like some of my kids have experienced death in their lives yeah it's so not, it's, it's like yeah it's so it's not, not so like what is higher level of thinking for I a think first it's grader more like learning um like the connections that you can make how to take care of a dog what <laughs> i mean yeah I what guess. it means to do dishes chores chore based no it's not um <laughs> it's like making i mean it's the beginning like how can i make a connection to the text mm-hmm um, how can I make a connection to like the world outside of myself? Mm-hmm. Like just like a connection from like one text reminds me of another text that I've read. Like beginning to see that like we make connections in that way. Neurologically, it's so interesting that that happens. Yeah, I heard I heard a teacher say somewhere that you can't learn something that is. What is it? What does he say? What is this thing in my head? I don't even know what it is. All learning is based on what you already know. 
And so the only way that, and so like the way that I like take that out of the abstract and put it, Uh yeah, it's like, I already know. So like when you're start out as a baby, you know, your desires and the things you want, and then you start to apply language to those things. And then as soon as you understand language, then you can start to understand relationships. And then you can like, dude, have you ever thought about, this is a different tangent, what a baby thinks so like we had just had we just had a couple friends oh, that just had babies. There's a really interesting show that my coworker has been talking to me about all the time. It's called Babies, mm-hmm. and I it I would be interested in watching it because it like talks about how babies learn and develop. That's interesting, but I mean like the lived experience of a baby. I think that's what it talks about. Oh really? Kind of. Meaning like so like right now I'm sitting at a table. I think it's also Across about exposure. You. Like if we had a baby right now and they were hearing us talk and we were talking to the baby and the baby was out in the world and it was seeing other people and it was like, well, this baby kind of looks like my daddy, but he looks different than my daddy. Mm-hmm. So it's like exposure, seeing different things, hearing people, being around people. That's completely different if you're in, if a baby's in an environment where it's not being taken care of. Because there's, like, studies where, like, if babies are not taken care of, they're, like, they don't have certain, like, cognitive functioning. Yeah. That's, it's called neural pruning. Yeah. So, like, so, if like they're kept in the dark. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Yeah. So, I guess it just depends on how well they're taken care of. So, with the concept of neural pruning, though, like, as you go through your life, we're both 31, like, what is it that, so, like, what muscles are we allowing to atrophy? That's a good question. I think it was Alan Watts said, um, he said the, no, it was from a Ram Dass lecture and he was quoting somebody else. He said the, that's crankling on the thing. Yeah, I can hear it. The, the sense organs that we would be able to experience a spiritual existence with have become atrophied from not having experienced spiritual experiences. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I could see that. So like, just like the kid who um, was born in darkness. I was born in darkness. Oh. <laughs> so just like Bane, um, like the neural pruning happens where it's like the brain in its infinite, like the evolutionary systems in their infinite wisdom say like, this isn't needed. We're not going to spend resources well, on yeah. this there's like a spiritual thing right that happens where if you're not engaged that's true in you kind of lose it if you don't use it you lose if it. if you don't use it you lose it but i think that's with everything what do you think you've lost in the last couple oh, years gosh. i've noticed some things about i feel aging you or me i feel no i feel in me i feel i aging. feel aging too memory like um and the thing is, is like, and we've attributed it to Memory. a vegan lifestyle, but I don't think it's a vegan I lifestyle. I think it's I think it's just. Age. I think it's just aging. I would love to talk to, to because ask friends. we are like, I'm looking at a salad next to a homemade loaf of sourdough, right? Like next to a big pile of like different, like greens powders and hydrations pow- Like we are, you know, and I I cut a track in our backyard. Oh no! Like we're highly functioning people. Um, so I, like, what is it? So like, it's gotta be, it's gotta be. I think it just happens. And it I think it's happens. scary when you notice that it's happening. But if I notice it now. What is it going to be like? I think also, I, I think that like before we started to start podcasting together, we had both been in, I was listening to a Rogan podcast and you were listening to a, what, what's mm-hmm. that woman's name? Brene Brown. Brene Brown. If and they're there, Brene. 
We would love to have you on. So Ro- Rogan and Brene, we'd love to have you on our podcast. <laughs> but like we're listening to these like really good podcasts, really smart, interesting but we're people. we're taking in information. I, I think I also notice, and I don't know if this is my age or if it's just my lifestyle and I obviously like when I was younger I was not like listening to high level podcasts or mm-hmm. like listening to audiobooks or mm-hmm. reading like I was not doing the things that I do now like I I am doing much more higher level functioning things as a 31 year old but 10 years ago we were in college as a 20 year old but in tw- when you were 20 you were in college that's reading true. Like so I was taking in textbooks in and way. listening to lectures that's true um Mm. See, I forget what I was saying. Right, exactly, because you're going crazy. You're losing your brains. They're falling out your ears. I can see them dripping out the sides. No, I remember it. So, like, I think a lot of it, because I'll, like, listen to something, and I'll be like, mm, I did not hear I don't know why I did that, but keep going. It's because I am doing so many different things. Like, I'm doing something while I'm listening, so I find myself getting, like, today I was sorting papers for my kids. Because hashtag COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was sorting papers while I was listening. So, like, I think I'm multitasking. But, like, there's obviously data that says you don't technically multitask. You task switch. You task switch. So, like, I'm not listening the way that I would be listening if even I was doing a more mindless task. Like washing the dishes. I found that I really enjoy silence around the house but sometimes no i enjoy it every time i enjoy it every time yeah but i never let it happen no i'm always like well what's the next podcast what's the next yeah we're both really i mean like in in a way it's good because we're both like um challenge i guess challenging our brains like Mm -hmm. i'm very good at like story structure because i listen to so much fiction Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you're very good at taking in nonfiction. and like we're like a super beast human being Mm-hmm. If we were to put us together, mm-hmm. um, like the animal, not the animorphs, the, uh, like, like Power Rangers is like one. We unite with our fists. It's like the Yellow Ranger is the leg, and the Red Ranger, the Red Ranger is the head, we're like or the torso. Half. But I, I do notice, especially now that we're at home all of the time together, mm-hmm. because all of our time is spent together. Like even when we're working, we're in the same room. Mm-hmm. The only time we have a part is when you're working in the van, which I think is a blessing in disguise that you have that project to work on because it allows us to be separate and kind of have our own time without saying like, hey, I need space from you. Like it's a natural thing. Could you imagine living in the van with I have no coronavirus? idea. It's really scary to think about. Is it scary we, is the right word? That's um, the... It's a thought experiment. I don't know if I would say it's scary. It does produce a bit of anxiety for me mm-hmm. because if we are to move into the van, we think we might be able to move in sooner. If we are able to move in sooner, then it's like if there is a second wave, we could be yeah. stuck in the van during a second wave. Mm-hmm. And that would suck. <laughs> uh, like not in the summer because we can work out outside in the summer. We can sit outside in the summer. Like we can be outside in the summer. But like if the second wave were to hit in the winter, it's like it's literally just me and you sitting in 600 square feet. Not 600, 300 square feet. How many square feet is it? 75. 70. Oh my God. <laughs> 75 square feet. <laughs> 
It's an interesting experiment. And it was, uh, yeah, thinking about it in the face of a pandemic. And if, like, it were to come back. Because it was never in our minds. Like, we were always like, oh, well, we have the yoga studio. And we have our jobs. Like, really, we're only spending, like... I think I'd probably work at school more. But they're asking you not to come into the school right now unless it's absolutely necessary. I would just do it. I don't think you would. I think I would. Well, if, if it, I think this is the thing. This is the thing about doing anything new is that you don't have to know everything in That's order true. to do it. And that I have faith in my ability and your ability to adapt to changing situations. And so the reason that people don't take risks is because they, That's I think, they're, they won't be able to adapt. They're like, I can't figure out how to fix this. And so, like, the whole van experiment, like, was an experiment in. Like knowing that we can handle it, the fact that like look, go look at what I've done. Do you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, like you can figure out what to do. It's okay, and like being able to take a risk. Like I agree with all of it. I think my my biggest thing thinking about moving ahead because we could, had already kind of decided like we're going to stay in the house for another year because the van was taking longer than we expected, and financially it was more expensive than. I think not that we had expected, but like more at one time than we mm-hmm. had expected. And now like financially we're not spending as much money like going places or doing things and mm-hmm. there's the stipend. So it's like we have the well, money for even, it. Even before that, like we were Oh yeah, we had somehow figured out yeah. No, just like good saving. Yeah. Like we were just saving. Savings, really not well. like we figured out, but saving and now with more time being put into it, it's like it's gonna be ready. Like it's not gonna not be ready by it's de- September. It's, it's definitely it's gonna be gonna ready, be ready by June. Mm-hmm. So now it's just like, do we? I mean, I think it's something where we're gonna have to really think. Like we're gonna have to wait until August and say like, okay, this isn't like coming to an end. Or they're predicting that this is going to be. A second wave of this and really well, think like do we want to be in a van when that happens yeah apparently the second wave was of i think the spanish flu so i was listening to dr michael gregor which apparently i told you the second wave is supposed to be worse than the first wave. that's what i mean and then did you tell me that or did someone else tell i told me you that? that and then the third wave is supposed to be there's the a third wave it's just waves on waves on waves the third wave is supposed to be worse or not as bad less than both the first and the, the second well, oh yeah, because we were talking about this earlier. With the first wave, they they put us into quarantine so quickly because we were not prepared enough. Well, and also the research shows from or the precedents precedents were set by the Spanish flu that the towns that closed the soonest yeah. stayed closed the longest, and which is the smartest thing to do. I agree. Like it's it was because apparently smart the way this works is like quarantine. the way that it works in a rudimentary way, in my understanding, is the bug goes from person to person to person, right? And if at some point, so you have like six people in a line, front to back, front to back, front to back. The virus starts at the front of the line. So person number one. Yes. Turns around, sneezes right in the face of person number two. Sneezes right in his face. And then person number two is like, oh, now I got the bug. He turns around and sneezes right in the yes. number and three. The other so on sneezes. and so forth. Uh-huh. And at some point, if we've developed what herd immunity is, at least I think this is what I'm trying to say, herd immunity is when person number four... Sneezes on person number five. No, hold on. Person number four has already gotten the bug. Oh. 
and has developed the antibodies. Mm-hmm. And when he turns around and sneezes, it doesn't have the bug in it. Or he turns around and just says, hey, what's up, person number five? So question. So that's the chain, like a direct chain. So question. Didn't, wasn't there research that said that you could get it and then get it again? So I have a lot of faith in Dr. Michael Greger. I put a lot of faith in him because I think that he's a genuine person. And apparently he was... Um, that doesn't mean anything for a science, though. But he's yeah. a scientist. Well, so what, And he cites specific research. Okay. And, um, I mean, everybody has their person that they trust, I guess. But so this, so listening to him today and yesterday, um, your, what was your question? Oh, he says that it's most likely false positives. He says that it's far more oh, likely that it's okay. false positives That's good. That's good. than it is the that people really got reinfected. In fact, he cited research where they took Reese's monkeys, Reese's Pieces monkeys. Reese's Pieces monkeys. Mon- they're teeny like the tiny. delicious treat. Chocolatey monkeys. And they just like. Chocolatey monkeys. <laughs> Chocolatey peanut butter filled monkeys. They, do you want to grab that? Oh, yeah. What they did is they infected the Reese's monkeys once. And then tried and tried and tried, and they couldn't get them to get infected again within a month span of time. And so that's it. That's all of our medicine models are um, derived from animal studies. So that bodes well for the we can't get contaminated again idea. That's okay. The clinking? It's okay. It's fine. So, I don't know. But if that would be devastating. I, you know, I had a kid who said before we left school, the day that we left school, that he had been... Because the kids are tapped in. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I remember a couple years ago when the Parkland shooting happened. Um, yeah. I remember when that happened. And I remembered seeing in my internet sphere different videos of that shoot not uh, not of the actual shooting but kids like yeah so this is this is what i'm getting to is um i saw some videos of like the police coming into classrooms of kids snapchatting like as the police are coming in and that was all on youtube and i was thinking if i'm seeing this for sure my students are seeing this and so then i ended up having a discussion about it because like the kids are hip to what's hip put that down i'm just putting this in so I don't forget. So when it comes to the coronavirus stuff, I think the the kids are probably just as st- some of the kids. Not, oh yeah, some, there of, are them some, are, kids some that of them some of them are like I'm like, gonna play. T- they're not even thinking about it. If you think about my students, I have 107 you definitely students. Have some students that are thinking about it. I have well, they've and they've written about it. So I have them journaling weekly, um, on their experience as well as like the work that we're doing. Yeah. And some of them are really genuinely worried. It's frightening. I mean, it's... Uh, it's frightening for everybody, but it's like when me, you're a kid... Like, you don't have understanding. You have no context. You have no context. But and also nobody has kids. any context for my this. My kids have no context of even what it's like to be like, we have to stay at home for the better, the betterment of like the world. Like they have... I think if a kid, your, like your kid's ages, unless they've already have a like a predilection to anxiety, I don't think this is going to bother them at all. No. I I don't think there's anxiety attached to it. I think there's more like boredom attached to it. Mm -hmm. And there's more like, I want to see my friends. I miss my friends. I want to see my teacher. I miss my teacher. And there's not an understanding of like why this is happening. Like why was this taken away from me? 
Mm-hmm. Where like your kids are like, I understand why this was taken away. That's a good point. Yeah. Why is this taken away? My kids understand it and they have the fear of it. And then I think maybe that's probably 15 or 20% of my kids. I think 40% of my kids are completely oblivious and just like, whatever. And then like a 20 to 40% of my kids are so deep in video games, they Instagram, TikTok, and um, Pinterest that they're just They lost. really do Pinterest? I heard you say that on your video the Pinterest. other day and I was like, what kids are doing Pinterest? I think they might crush Pinterest because it's not it's not effectively blocked at the schools. So it's possible that they've like developed. What are they looking at? Cupcake recipes. Yum. And satisfying videos. Oh, Josh sends me those. Of like power washing. Josh sends me satisfying videos. I have sat and watched, within the, the last month, sat down, or excuse me, laying down before bed, 15 minutes of power washing videos. I need everyone to know, let the record state, I deleted my Instagram almost two weeks ago. Almost two weeks ago. On I would Sunday. love to see your screen time report. You know, you it's can. It's great. Well, most of it is reading, so you would have to know like what app I was on. I had I downloaded an app for a while a while ago on my when I was on Android that showed me. Um, well, it'll show you. Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to look. If you take your total screen time, I think Apple does this. You can just subtract how much time you're spending on. I mean, I'm not spending reading. any time on my phone. Uh, even with like, I was spending time um, researching like. COVID, but now I've not, I'm not even doing that. It's like, okay, I'll stack up. I used to check the stats every day for Virginia and I'm not even doing that now. Like, it's like, I know we have it. I get it. I'm stuck in my home. There's literally nothing I can do other than continue Isn't to do my job. Isn't this the interesting thing? So as you're saying that, it brings up for me when Trump was elected, um, so many people were just like, fired up yeah like, i mean there's a feeling of like furious. oh my god what do we do what do we do and it was just news 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 mm-hmm. and then and that's how i was not that i was like super fired up about him having been elected like i wasn't i wasn't one of these people who was crying in the streets and you know would have tattooed not my president on my forehead like that's not what my response was even though i didn't vote for him mm-hmm. um but i think that people get so exacerbated and exhausted by the news because they become like the model it's just like instagram like the model is intended to keep keep your thumb moving right and i think that like i get notifications on my phone you do get notifications about not from instagram but from the news which i think i should but but so like but the problem is is that i've actually learned some interesting things yeah and it's like i want to know like, I didn't know about the fact that some states were opening up until like, I wouldn't have you known. and my coworker told me. I would, and I would not have known had it not been for um, notifications from Reddit. But also, like, when I, go- when I, like, go on to Google or, like, I search COVID, it's like you're not always getting, like, the most pertinent news. Is pertinent the right word? That's fine. Is it okay word to you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're not... When you're just searching Google? When you yeah, just type when in you just news? Yeah, su- search. Like, sometimes it gives you, like, not the most important news that you would want to know. I just so it's don't, like, is I just it worthwhile? don't like being manipulated, man. But I, just don't like... I feel like most of all, Instagram is manipulative. It is manipulative. But at like least it's not you... pushing an agenda. This is, hmm. what's the agenda hmm. that Instagram's pushing? Hmm. What's the Instagram agenda? I would say that Instagram is pushing an agenda. There Which are is... ads, and the ads are getting trickier and trickier mm-hmm. because they're pretending like they're actual, like, Sometimes I'll be like looking at something and I'm like, oh, I didn't add that person. And then I'll realize it's an advertisement. Mm-hmm. And 
I feel like Instagram pushes like a lifestyle that is everyone's highlight moment. Mm-hmm. Like I never put something on Instagram where I'm like cleaning up the trash that the dog made or like I'm angry with That's my what I husband. did today. I'm inten- I intentionally do that. But those you things. made it funny. You're like, "Haha." When like originally when you finally found when you first found the trash, you were like, "Oh my god, Layla, what did you do?" Like now I have to clean this up. It was a pain in the tucker. Yeah, but you made it like, "Our dog's so funny." And then as someone who views so your that's Instagram, not a dr- I could think like, oh, he doesn't get angry. He's never mad. He's, he's never, never mad. Like, mm-hmm. I would have been so mad at that. And he's like, he's making that a po- like something We funny. were bickering before we did this podcast. Yeah. But, but so, But this is the that. thing though, Katie. And like, I was comparing myself. Like, I was looking at what other teachers were doing during the pandemic. And I was comparing myself to what they were doing. On Instagram? Yes. And I was just like, look. Oh, you were in the Discover page. Mm-hmm. So and you I mess was, with the Discover page. The Discover page is tricky. I don't mess with the Discover but page. But also, even like our friends. Like you are seeing the coolest thing they are doing in during the pandemic. You're not seeing. So you're seeing like the dinner they made during that night. Or the breakfast they made. But you're okay. not seeing what the rest of their day is like. Right. So you're like, oh my god, I didn't make this really cool breakfast. Or, oh my god, I could barely like scrounge up dinner. I think that my, okay, I yeah, I understand your point. I totally understand your point. And I think what your point is, is that people are manufacturing the best iterations of themselves in order to broadcast that And I don't necessarily want to say out. that's wrong, because I do it too when I'm on Instagram. Like, I'm not showing them, like, I couldn't get off of the couch because I was sad. But, like, okay, so, like, I'm, so we got a bottle of wine. We got a bottle of wine, and we're having a glass of wine. And that's normal and okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And I think that like we don't have a drink like we don't have a drinking problem so it's not something that is like it doesn't create a fire that is um unquenchable and i think that it's possible to engage with social media in a way that doesn't but do you think that you do it with a fire that isn't unquenchable I or think do that, you think they're like today mm-hmm. you were in the sunroom for like 20 minutes when i was doing paperwork and i was like aaron are you stuck on instagram well, so you say I was stuck, though, but I was talking to people. I was text messaging people. I was, like, effectively communicating just like you were um, with your colleague. Maybe. I mean, maybe you have an okay relationship with it. Or maybe you don't. That's for you to find out. I but, think so, too. But, like, that's your issue, not... We're recording again. Oh, my gosh. It's cutting us out, like, every 15 minutes, but that's okay. We were still talking about Instagram. There are times when I have issues with it. When my anxiety is really high, I have to delete it. When my anxiety is really high, I find myself mindlessly scrolling to try to relieve my anxiety. But it's not causing your anxiety. You're using Ooh, it as a... No, it does cause my anxiety. Oh, really? It, um, I guess maybe like, I don't know if I would say causal or correlation, mm-hmm. but if I am anxious, I will turn to things that I think will heal me. Instead of sitting with my feelings. I'm curious about this too. I've always thought about, especially from like a yoga perspective. Yes. We talk about sitting with things, like sitting Mm -hmm. with your emotions, sitting with things. I think it's either sitting or processing. Like today I had... What is processing? So like... Like today I had questions and I was like, I have questions about this. I'm not sure. Like, should I text someone about this? Should I not text someone about this? Should I let it go? Should I text? Should I let it go? Should I text? Where if I had Instagram, it would have been, should I let it go, scroll on Instagram for 30 minutes, oh, should I let it go, should I text, 
scroll on Instagram for 30 minutes. Should I let it go? Should I text? That's really smart. Instead of like, should I let it go? Should I text my question and resolve the situation that I'm feeling with, mm-hmm. like that I'm dealing with, or should I text the person and answer my question? Either one is valid. Like there are some things in your life where you can say like, this isn't a big deal. Let it go. There are some things in your life where maybe it isn't a big deal, but it makes you feel better to text and ask someone that so you ask someone and you get your answer. But spending 30 minutes for two hours on and off mm-hmm. on Instagram debating is wasting an hour and a half of your life. It doesn't allow a complete thought to go through. Yes. It doesn't allow you to process yes. your thinking. Where it was like, oh, I'm not sure. So I did work that I needed to get done. Mm-hmm. I went on a walk with you and then I was like, I still feel like I would feel better if I addressed this and then knew the answer and then I could continue my weekend and let it go. Mm-hmm. So I did that and now I can continue my weekend and let it go. Where if I had Instagram, it would have been that cycle. Do you think that's the common experience? I think that it is a more common experience for people who have anxiety. I think that's an experience. As you, as you put words to that, I'm thinking about how I'll just be sitting down and not allowing a free thought before I'm like, I, I think I do pull it's out the so- It's like soothing yourself. It's a way to self-soothe. Mm-hmm. And we all have things that soothe us. Like we I all- don't think that I get anxious though. It's not, so it's, I think that I'm having a similar. You're bored. It's not anxiety, it's, it's boredom. boredom. Mm-hmm. And I noticed like now that I don't have it, it's like I'm actually watching TV and mm-hmm. I noticed that you're like not watching TV. Mm-hmm. So it's like when I'm done watching TV, it's like, okay, I'm done watching TV. Like I'm done. Mm-hmm. I fully experienced mm-hmm. the experience of watching TV. Where it's like when you're watching TV, you're half watching TV. Mm-hmm. So when do you know that you're satiated? Yeah, it's like eating chips while watching TV. Yeah. It's like I could just eat, like a person, and myself included, just eat a whole bag of it's chips. It's interesting when you think about what you use as a way. You, as in me, or one? What one uses as a way the royal you. To soothe themselves. Like, we all, as humans, like, I don't know who I listen to that says this, but we all do things to soothe ourselves. It sounds like, like a very Brene Brown thing to we've say. We've all learned ways. Anne Lamott says, it touches me deeply all the ways that we try to comfort ourselves. Like, we do. Mm-hmm. And I think about it, and it's like, instead of how can I comfort myself, it's either I need to deal with it, mm-hmm. or I need to let it go. This is the Katie. So this is the Katie. <laughs> My elbow slipped off the table. This is the Katie that I'm always looking to experience life with. Is this attitude but that I've you're... But I've been this Katie for two weeks now. I just I hope that you've noticed. <laughs> no, I have. No, I have. But it's it's uh, so so easy for life to get in the way from us being ourselves. And when... So that's why travel is such a valuable experience mm-hmm, for you and me. Mm-hmm. Because when we're traveling, there's I'm no... more of myself There's way less of like... There's I have more to, outer stimulation. Like less outer stimulation and more like we're in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. Yeah. But that's I true. Know. I think to your point, like, it's like, am I going to do something about this or am I not? That's, that's what every question is. Mm-hmm. Like, I have this fear or this anxiety about something. I have this worry. I have this concern. I have this thought. However you want to word it. Mm-hmm. Like, I have this query. And I'm not sure what to do with it. And it's like, okay. You're like a British robot from the 60s. I have a query. <laughs> and I'm not sure what to do with it. So it's like, do I say like it's really not that big of a deal or do i say like i need to tackle it i need to ask who i need to ask about this Mm -hmm. in order to say this is a question i have no longer 
But we do all of, like, I notice I do all of these things instead of, like, just asking the question. And in my mind, it, sometimes it's just easier for me to ask the question. And until I learn that that's the wrong thing to do, that's what I'm going to keep doing. <laughs> until the actionable protocol that you just laid out is the wrong thing to do, you're going to keep doing it. Is that what you mean? Yes. Yeah. I think I think intuitively, I just I just sort of do that. Like I didn't have to think about. You that. didn't have to think, but some people are lucky enough that they don't have to think about that. Mm-hmm. Like I. But there are other. I'm not. I'm not saying that to like brag. Because yeah. like it's important. No, that's not. Because there are other things that like I have to think way more about planning and focus, whereas planning and focus just comes naturally it's just to you. Like, oh, I have this. I I have this to do. I write it on my to do list. I put it down on the specific day that I'm going to do it, and I do it. Whereas I have to come <laughs> like, up with strategies and plans and like. No, like I'm very good at getting things done. You just do things. It's just like, am I doing it the way that people want me to do? And. Do I have questions about what I'm doing? Which most likely I do. Like Mm -hmm. normally with whatever thing I'm doing, I'm learning from this experience of not being around the people that I work with and like Mm -hmm. being able to ask them questions like one-on-one, like in person. I'm noticing that I do have a lot of questions. And I've always had a lot of questions. I remember our high school like uh, graphics teacher being like, I cannot wait to see you go to college and someone to be like, I don't have the answer for that. Do what you think is right. I love that style of teaching. Yeah. It was interesting. And I remember, like, being a freshman and having a teacher say, like, I want you to do a project. This is what it has to be. However you do it otherwise is up to you. And I was doing it, and I had, like, ten questions. And every time I would email my professor, like, it was not, it was not clean cut. I but love that. I, work, I didn't know this. I work in a job where it is very clean cut and there are rules, but then it's also like it's gray really. at times. It's yeah. very regularly yeah. gray. Yeah, it's inter- but I want everything to be black and white. I think teaching is a practice and an art, not a science. And I think that science has answers, whereas art and practice Maybe has... I should have been a scientist. <laughs> yeah. Your hair looks like scientist hair. <laughs> I you like told it. me it looks nice up. I really do like your hair up. I don't know why you don't do it more. Because you told me I was a scientist. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Because right now I am asking questions when I do have a question. Unless I'm like, I don't need to ask that. But if I think on it for like a couple, like an hour or so. And I'm like, I still have that question. I ask the question. And you'd say that that's a development. That is, I don't know. I don't know if that's a development. I think it is. I think it's a development. This growth is what I mean. It's Yeah. Here and now. Because if I'm in person, I will ask questions. Because it's very easy to like go to someone when you're at school. And but say, in this position, you have to think more about like. Do I email them? Do I text them? Do how do I, I get the tone across? Tone? Like, Yeah. I've let go of tone. Do they think I'm annoying? I'm really, I'm really I letting, bothering them? I'm letting go of tone in emails. I think that people understand that I'm a nice person. And I think that... That's uh, something but it, I, That would be my next challenge. But it's also, it's also going to be really challenging when... If we don't start school. Oh my gosh. In the fall. It's going to be and really challenging And I'm working challenging with people and kids that don't really know me and my personality. Yes. I think Parents people will think video is fake of me. 
I think that they'll think that I'm not oh, actually yeah. the way I am. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll think that I'm, like, playing a role or Unless pretending to be Unless they've heard of, like, the kid, the students might have heard of you. Yeah, maybe. Probably. I mean, some of the, I don't know, though, because I didn't teach, I didn't coach cross-country this year, so, like. I think it will be more difficult with people that we don't know. Because my parents tone, right now, like, specifically they know is what I'm I about. am a good person, and they know I love their child. I think that'll have to be more. And they best for them. I think there will have to be more Zooming and video. Yeah. Dude, why is Zoom a thing? Zoom came out of the nowhere. The faculty meeting that I was at this morning, Zoom, Zoom botched it completely. They did? It was like Zoom. What happened? It was just the audio was super glitchy. and Zoom, okay. And like, it's fun like, fact. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. I learned that Google, one of them, hold on, I don't remember which one. One of them prioritizes audio. Google does. You taught me that. Mm-hmm. Google, Google prioritizes, prioritizes audio. audio and Zoom prioritizes video. Think about Zoom. The video is much more crisp. You can see more people. Google Hangouts, like, I can hear people. I wonder how many people you can see in a Google Meet. Also, I'm gonna for find out next Zoom, week are doing... your, like, participants turning off their microphone and their video? Mm-hmm. Okay. For the most that's part. What they need to I do. mean, you have a faculty of 80 people. And and you have more faculty. Like, I have couple, less faculty, so it's much easier. A couple people leave their mic on. So it just didn't work. Did you have anything important? It wasn't that. Yeah, like new grading structure. Well, we've had that. No, like for the secondary level, um, we have to count the grades in now. Like put them into grade. So what we had to do is we had to so quarter one through three, um, before we did this. So all of the grades that I've put in for quarter four, we had. um, There's a. Did you do like a switch? Didn't they? And it's shut down for the weekend or something. They shut it down so that we could do this, and this is what we did. Shut them down. That was loud. That's a move that I like to do though. Okay. I'm gonna have. To, I'm looking at the levels. I'm gonna have to cut your whole microphone down. Is it really loud? Somehow, like it's I'm just a mixed. Loud person. <laughs> but looking at the spikes and stuff, it's like. Do you think the bread is good? No. What should we do about that? I don't know. I feel like I could talk to you longer. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk to me longer? We can talk longer. I think we covered some stuff. We did. I'm doing a lot of stuff. What is that? This is orange, um, like the button at the top of the orange. What do you think of the track? I explained the track and how I felt about the track. I think that the track. I think you should start podcasting with headphones. Should we start our own podcast? I don't know. Because I have this podcast, which is Aaron Wayne podcast. I don't want to start our own podcast. Do you like that I go by Aaron Wayne on the internet? Mm, Not really. We've been thinking a lot about children's names. Mm hmm. And we're Wayne, not expecting. We are not expecting, mm-hmm. just so everyone is aware. We're moving into a van. We're living in a van. With two dogs. With two dogs. Well, one keeps eating trash, so... She might not make it. She might I think that it. these microphones will work perfectly in the van. I think when we're in the van, I think, you know, the table that's going to slide out, uh-huh. we can sit right at those seats across from one another, and this joker could just go right in the middle. Okay. What was I saying? My middle name. Your middle name. Wayne is a really hard name to find a nice first name for. Let us know what you guys think. The interesting thing about this podcast is nobody's listening to it. So no one's going to let us know what they think. But I think it'll be... Maybe your parents. And they'll have lots (laughs) of ideas. Oh, gosh. I think whoever listens to this podcast actually wants to listen to it. And they probably stopped listening 
30 minutes ago. And I've said something to that effect every podcast that I've recorded. And no one's listened. Well, I haven't I haven't tried to I haven't tried to get people to listen to this because I think my my objective was this is the fifth podcast. This is number 5. And I've only been on My objective what? You were on once and it was deleted. And I've talked about it on the last two podcasts. <laughs> my objective is to so five was the number. Five was the number where I was like, if I what do five. What happens fi- after five? I think it just becomes more of a habit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it becomes easier. Like it feels more, I feel way more comfortable. It feels natural. Do you? Mm-hmm. And when I, do it by my, when I do it by myself, I get really silly. And I just like go, it's really, it's I would not be able to just talk to myself. I did an hour the other day. That's weird. I just talked for an hour. But if you think about what we do for a living as teachers. I talk all the time. Talk all the time. I love to talk. Talking's my favorite. Well, actually, smiling. <laughs> smiling is your favorite. Talking comes a close second. But the people that listen to this podcast will actually want to listen to this podcast. And then also, I was thinking if I have a catalog of thought on the record, I think that it'll be really beneficial for our kids. This is like an auditory. The kids that I'm not pregnant with. That we're not expecting. People might think that's a joke. Oh my gosh. It's, it's genuinely like we're not being sarcastic. We're not having kids right now. Um, I'm actually trying to get shredded. Getting sh- shredded. I'm working hard on getting shredded. That's why I cut a track in the backyard. That's why I cut a track in the backyard. The track in the backyard is interesting in idea, but I think it's going to be Snake City. I don't think there are any snakes. There might be some. There's going to be a lot of snakes. Aaron. I'll just it's run it first. But like, so I have that platform. I also with the feel kettlebells like our and the jump rope might be like this is in the way of my mowing hay. It's all I put it on the edge. You might get angry. Just so you know. You need to be prepared for that. I think when I, when we, Snakes, ticks, when we first lived here, rats, I, I'm just, I, I don't cut think that I'm same gonna, track. I don't I think. think I'm, I don't think I'm going to use it. I love you. But like, I'll go on walks or I'll go on runs. And if I can't do that, then I'll work out inside of the house. That's fine with me or because honestly, honestly, the last two night, two mornings, did you notice that I woke up late this morning? I didn't notice because I woke up before you because I went to school. So first morning, like in weeks, where I wasn't up meditating me, and reading. I noticed that I, because you normally get up, you get up like five minutes before me. Like when you. <laughs> no. I roll around for a while. No, 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 no. That is, that is not the case. I roll around for a while. Okay, maybe 20 minutes. You get up 20 minutes before me. And I do a little extra snoozle, and you start the coffee. And then we read, and we have coffee. And it is like a sneak peek into what retirement will be like. And it is beautiful. What do you mean? Like, it's lovely. It's like calm... It's like before our day starts. Like we're still getting up early. Like it's oh, yeah. not like I'm waking up at nine a.m. and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to check in at school and I have this meeting and this to do. I'm awake. I'm awake at seven fifteen. I'm between seven to seven thirty. I normally wake up at seven thirty. You're seven thirty to eight. I'm like seven thirty. Eight on a weekend if I'm feeling myself. There are no weekends anymore. Weekends are crazy, right? There's no. There's no week. It's all a weekend. Mm, not exactly. I mean, I. I think I am working a little more than you are. Yeah. But I'm working every day. I'm working every day too. We're all working every day. I think, I think that the nature of what I'm doing is requires less because I'm not making packets. Yes, but packet, we're almost through. Like I can duplicate. Well, so you're going to be done. 
Um, I will be done with making packets, but I You're won't be, be done with grading. Be done. Well, I won't be done at like grading. Um, there isn't grading though. But I, you know, grading for completion, like looking mm. through the packets that have been returned. But it's like, but up, but up, but up, but up. Yes, but it's still a thing. Mm-hmm. And I have to pack my room, which will take a little longer than yours. Although I think now that I'm not moving rooms, that's going to take less time, mm-hmm. which is exciting. You know, you're not moving rooms. I have asked some questions mm-hmm. that would that would lead me to believe that I'm not moving rooms. I was told that if I'm not moving grade levels, I would not need to move rooms. So, well, in I, the kindergarten class that's coming up, they need they, they need, need the three. teachers. So. They need three teachers, so I don't think they're going to take away someone to add two more people, especially. I'm a very good person. I don't want to brag. I don't want to brag to the world. You'll do well wherever you're placed. I'm a very good. But I think that the right teacher. spot for you is first grade. I'm a very good. Person. Look at those plants. They're doing great. They really are. I like how the sunshine's coming. Mm-hmm. Should we have spaghetti? I'm really hungry. I'm actually really hungry as well. It hit me all at once. I'm grateful that you sat down to do a podcast with me. Because look, like I said, I don't think that like. So I've said this in every podcast that I've recorded. Mm-hmm. I have no expectations of like having. I think that I don't think we're gonna have a big podcast. No, that, like everyone's gonna come. No, and I gen to. I genuinely don't think that. But what I do think is that if you do something, that the act of it is valuable. Yeah, like we're actually talking to each other, which is good. Then you get value. Yes, I agree. Like I don't. I don't need a, a tertiary value on top of just sitting down and getting my thoughts clear and speaking with another person and getting like it's it it is nice to get your thoughts clear i like that Uh like kind of saying like this is the reason why i'm doing that and this is the yeah it's good to think about we always have good conversations in the car so this is like our this is exactly the same thing yeah this is like there's no distraction we're just moving like i can't be on my phone we should do a coffee one a coffee date get jacked we'll do one tomorrow morning i'll leave this whole setup we can do another one in the morning maybe well it's saturday why not i don't have anything to do i don't know nice little saturday put a nice little saturday we can go on a walk i don't know why i said it like that i feel this the thing about this like timing like all of the scheduling is like i always feel like i have something to do me too it's taken a long time and i think um now that the school year is starting to come to a close and like I did all my papers for packet five and I'm like, okay, so I have these things to do next, but then after that, what's next? Mm -hmm. I think we're going to have a lot of time on our hands between school being closed and still being stuck in the house. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be like, it it has been hard to get used to like having this time and realizing that you don't have to rush. And I think it's going to be another wave when we're done with school mm-hmm. of realizing like, oh my gosh, now I really don't have anything that like has to be done. Well, that's why we build things like this. Yeah. And I mean, we have a lot of habits that I think are like, we're finally getting our habits in place. That could be our conversation tomorrow. I don't even think it's, this is, this is from the lost, po- the lost podcast of you. Habits, I know. Of you that like, was when what I are the, wasn't at my best. What are the 10 things that do? I started that and then I never followed them. I was really depressed. And now I'm actually They're right there on them. the board, right? Yeah, now I'm actually doing them. So we can discuss that. And what got you out of a rut? What got me undepressed? Write that down. Okay, we'll talk about it tomorrow. I don't have any paper. I'm going to leave all this up and we'll do this again tomorrow, yeah?
With coffee. With coffee. And no delicious breakfast because that's one of my rules. I feel like there was something toast? else I was going to say. Maybe we could have avocado toast. I really am grateful that you're doing this. Thanks. I think it's healthy. I think it's healthy to talk. I think it is healthy. You and I have a good relationship where we do talk regularly, but sometimes it's like... Sometimes we don't talk. It's usually in the car. It's usually. And we're not in the car anymore. Like, we're not doing... We're not We're not traveling to see anybody. We're not... Yeah. We're not in the car. Like, when we sold the camper... Well, that's when we had our big... We had like, a great talk. And oh the, that gosh. was the... That, so that that's, was when our quarantine got turned around, y'all. Flips turned upside down. Really? Like, to take like we were in a bad place, right and then after that, we were like, okay, we're going to be okay. We just had to talk. I think that's good. Okay. I think we did it. Do you want to help me record an intro to this? <laughs> I have to record intros. What does that sound like? I think I could just do it myself. Okay. So you can cook pasta? I'll start pasta. Okay. All right, so I'm going to, hey, hey, say goodbye first. Oh, okay, hold on. You got to come to the mic and say goodbye. Well, you can sort of hear you, but it's not like the same. I'm really <laughs> What do you want me to say? I don't know What would you like to say? Now you're on the spot Now you oh feel like gosh. you're on the spot uh... Thanks for listening to the podcast guys I Bye. hope this served you in some way Bye y'all <laughs> Okay good job Katie Thanks. I love you babe How about that? I listened to that back day and uh it was that was recorded like two months ago something like that before the summer we were still teaching and uh i listened back to it today and it was a really good reminder of how conversation um could just be a really good tool to connect so i hope you guys are into that hope you enjoyed it um my instagram is aaron wayne yoga if you want to shoot me an email you can shoot an email to hello at aaronwayneyoga.com and check out the website it's been updated so keep on cruising with these got a handful more to post out for you guys and uh hope you're doing well all right guys peace